Blog Talk Radio. This is Everything Homes special segment. Stories needing sharing. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. It's noon in Merrick Corruption County, Arizona, and time for your weekly trifecta noon with Michelle and the Everything Home Talk Radio Show. I'm pausing because I can't find the cursor. <laughs> oh, man. This is the guy, blah, 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 blah. We're at your censorship-free, safe space, sanctuary, speakeasy for patriots. Can you tell that uh, I'm I'm having a little technical difficulties today? I think they're I think they're after us again, Pete. All righty, this is not a, our normal format where we've got our five guests, seven minute segments, and then we have our second hour. It starts at the one p.m. slot. Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox, where we have one, two, three, and sometimes one, two, three. Yeah, one, two, and three. Sometimes three guests where we're going to do our longer form interviews. I actually just wanted to start doing some of these off the cuff, raw conversations that we're going to have with guests where they just kind of jump on, or maybe it is something that we, we don't plan in advance based on what the topic is kind of like following current events, because as, as you guys know, and from you can tell and what I've expressed, putting these shows together is in a, a streaming a lot, a lot of work on Mondays. Wednesdays and Fridays, that's why we cut them back on Wednesdays. But I figured maybe what we can do is uh, make it a little bit more off the cuff, raw, jump in and out, get you the information real quick, and then uh, you can go on with your day. But I figured with what's going on in the real world today and where we are situated on the brink of insanity and kind of an implosion of what's going on with our country, our freedom, our rights. And I keep saying that I want to gather all the people and all the groups, all the organizations, the influencers, our guests, and the, the other, other uh, organizations that you know out there. Get them all together and come up with a, a real strategic, low-hanging fruit plan so we can make a difference. Because what we're doing right now is, is, is good, but it's not working. And then, of course, you know, we, always, we know we need, get, we need to pray. You know, we're smart, supposed to start our day where we pray. And then we plan and we take action. So I figured what we're going to do today on Worship Warrior Wednesday, we're going to talk a little bit about the Great Reset. We're talking a little bit about God with Pastor Greg Young, my buddy PG, because I figured maybe in the middle of the week, you just need about 30 minutes to get your God on because um, a lot of things are going sideways. A lot of things people keep going asking why. I think we need to stop asking why. We know why. We know why things are happening. Our elected elites hate this country. They want to destroy it. They're seriously demonic people because that's the only way you can explain their behaviors of what they're doing at the border. And of course, the election fraud and so it just happened in Afghanistan and all your rights trying to shove that non-vaccine down your throat, literally, which, you know, we know that will kill you. You don't want to take those ECR tests. I mean, you know, I think people have t- 
tired of the COVID-19 and the Great Reset, and it's time to step up to the plate here, peeps, and do something about it, because it's only going to get worse, only going to get worse. And um, so I figured we need a little God on, we need a little God on on a Wednesday. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring out my buddy, Pastor Greg. Greg, you realize what I'm doing is I didn't have my guests clapping in order, and I can't bring on a guest unless I have the applause ready. Wait, here. Here, let me help. No. (laughs) God, that almost sounds like self-aggrandizing, right? Doesn't it? It's like, oh, don't worry. I'll cheer for myself. No, I'm sorry, folks. Well, no, it's trying. It is is shameless, shameless self-promotion. I just found it. Like, seriously, like my, it is just, uh, it's a little, I don't know what, what happened today, but everything is like pausing and slowing. I told you that they're coming to get me. So ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce my good friend, Pastor Greg Young. Here we go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Like double clapping and all that. Wow. <laughs> you, 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 Thank you're you. Pretty special guy. Pretty special guy. Well, <laughs> you were on the show on um, Friday, and I had asked you, hey, you know what? Because of the state of the nation, of where things are, of what's going on in the world, and what we've actually witnessed, especially with our quote unquote religious leaders, our church leaders, uh, the lack of um, them, well, the lack of them standing up for the, their parishioners, their people, them freedom of religion, freedom of speech really over the past. Uh, and some of them are still closed, which is mind boggling to me. Um, you know, they've just, um, they've fallen short. And, and I think a lot of people are questioning uh, who they really are. You know, the pastors, the uh, ones that love to do the uh, fog machines and the uh, big productions and they have millions of dollars in sell books. And, you know, they got that real nice, my fancy suits, you know, like the Joel Osteens and the T.D. Jakes, and they're pushing the non-vaccine. And then uh, I figured, you know, people just kind of need a little bit of the truth, a little inspiration to get you through the week. So you were kind enough to come on during your week off. Just talk for a little bit and kind of what's going on and where you think things are headed and some inspiration and maybe encourage people to pull out that bile and where we should we should spend a little time, and where should we start with uh, which verse, which chapter, which you know? I just, uh, I just think people need a little bit of a direction and an inspiration. I don't want to say hope because uh, hope's not a strategy. A lot of people say, "Well, I hope," yeah. especially when it's a politician. Well, I hope this works out. Well, that's the word politicians should never, should never utter the word hope in a sentence. It's, it's not, that's not how it works. So um, what are your thoughts? What's going on in the world today, PG? Well, I mean, I, I think, you know, it, you, you look around and, uh, and, and we're, we're in a mess. You know, I was, uh, I was looking back, I was in Dallas in July for, for the CPAC 2021 and, and broadcast from there. And I have to say that for the first time since I've been going, um, the thing that really impressed me in Dallas was, is that they really allowed the name of Jesus Christ to be proclaimed from the stage. It became very evident that there was a recognition that America's only path to being saved was going to 
be a return to our biblical roots. And that was, that was very refreshing. But I was looking back at that today. I'm, I'm, I'm playing a bunch of those CPAC interviews this week on my show. So I'm just kind of taking a little break and uh, welcoming my daughter who was in the accident with me back from, uh, she's been gone for a year up in Idaho and uh, she's back home now. And so welcoming her back. And what, what's, what really got me was looking back at July and thinking, man, that was so long ago. And then realizing that it was only two months. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the reason that I feel like it feels like it was so long ago is because so much has happened in our nation. So much has happened in the world. So much has unwound in our country in just the last two months. I mean, we thought that the first six months were insane. I would (laughs) offer that the last 60 days have just been unfathomable literally unfathomable when you consider i we had our first the fbi now is saying <laughs> the fbi is saying that the shooting that happened today in texas was terror related oh, i didn't I mean, even know there was I, a shooting I mean, I didn't know. yeah i mean i'm so, so, i'm i'm glad that been, uh, uh, i've been in yeah uh, uh, let's in, see not in real world mode today i've uh, actually been uh doing real work, which is what I'm assuming most people do and then when they say, I don't know what's going on because they haven't had time to pick, poop, to pick their head up. Tell, me, tell us what's going on. Um, so I got a message from a friend of mine that uh, they're saying that the – hang on. Let me, uh, let me, let me go to his, uh, his message that he sent to me. Uh, has a Biden-fueled terrorism surge already begun? Uh, This is on Issues and Insights uh, article, which is dated today, September 1st. A cold-blooded murder in a city of northeast Dallas over the weekend hasn't exactly made national news yet, but it could be the first in a new wave of terrorist attacks spawned by President Joe Biden's disastrous retreat from Afghanistan on Sunday, the day before the last U.S. military plane departed the Kabul Airport, a gunman shot and killed a Lyft driver in Garland, then drove the car over to a nearby police station and started shooting at the people inside. The alleged gunman later identified as uh, Imran al-Rashid. Do, do you think that might be? Okay, you got it. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, That's why we haven't heard he about died it. died after, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, That's why you haven't heard about yeah. it because it wasn't a white guy who uh, who was wearing a Trump hat. So otherwise, you would have heard about it all over the news. Okay, I uh, I thought it was something today. Yeah. No wonder why. Okay, all right, just yeah. yeah. Further, further proof. So yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. So there we go. <laughs> um, and and you know and and we've been warned. I mean, my guests on my program have been have said that in their estimation, you know, 9-11 style, something 
along the lines of an, of you know 9/11, which, by the way, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, um, and and that that will you know like that we're that we're looking at something along that line. What God has been really impressing to me to get people to understand Christians in particular, their role in making a, a, an impact are some verses, Isaiah 9, 7, uh, which is the prophetic word about Jesus coming. And it says this, of the increase of his government upon his kingdom, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. That they, we have, here's what we've done. And I started kind of to share this with you last week. What has happened in the church is, is that first of all, churches, people in church have decided that they now are going to tell the pastor what he can and can't preach. Uh, you, if in, in the polls and the studies that have been done, Michelle, that issues, uh, abortion is okay. It's, it's moderately okay. I was, I was actually listening to one of your shows where you had my good friend, George Carney on. Oh, who yeah, wrote the yeah. book from queer to Christ. Oh, George is, George is awesome, man. George is awesome. What an awesome guy. Good friend. Yeah, that was episode, awesome episode 248. 248 for anybody with yeah. us on Monday. So, yeah, definitely tune into that awesome. one. Well, I, you know, tune into everyone, yeah. but go ahead. That was a of course, we're talking about. Of course. <laughs> but, but, and, and, and George was, you know, challenging and saying, look, you know, the, we have pastors now that are preaching that what God's called an abomination is now okay. It, good is, uh, evil is good and good is evil. You know, you're you're not doing anybody any favors by telling them that any lifestyle that they're living that is contrary to God's desire and plan and is sin and does separate us from him isn't helpful to them. And George's story of spending 20-plus years in the lifestyle and, and really being able to dramatically tell and and without it's dramatic because it just is dramatic, not because he dramatizes it, but because he's very real about it and how destructive the lifestyle is. And that is why God says it's an abomination because of the damage that it does. We have churches that won't talk about that, churches that are accepting of it. We have churches that won't talk about adultery. Uh, can't talk about, you know, multiple, di- uh, the, the damage of divorce and, and what that does to the children and, and the damages that, that are associated with that. We won't walk alongside of a couple that are having issues. Men are not taught to be men in church anymore. Women are not taught how to, how to be a godly woman in church anymore. I, I mean, there none of these topics because you know god forbid they're triggers we're not going to talk about that that you know islam is uh is is bad and and antithesis to christianity and there's really not any relationship between islam and christianity at all okay 
you know, we, we won't call these things out. And so the membership, the, the people coming to a church, tell the pastor what he can and cannot say, tell God what he can and cannot say through the pastor, and then they walk right out that door and they say to the God of government, how would you have me to live? I, I, I mentioned uh, the example of, you know, somebody breaking in to your bedroom window, right? And, and yeah, taking that didn't up end residence. Well the, they no, didn't end well, well for the purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but when you stop and think about it, when we, when we look at this verse that's talking about uh, Matthew 3, 1, John uh, or Jesus says, repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That was actually John the Baptist that started that. Matthew 4, Jesus begins his ministry by saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And yet we want to tell God, oh, you know, separation of church and state, God shouldn't have anything to do with what's happening with the government. And, and, then, and then here's what happens. Then they'll take Romans 13 and they'll say, but you better bow down to that government because God's the one that installed them. Think about how illogical that is in presentation. I'm going to tell you that there is a separation of church and state and God doesn't belong in the public sphere. The churches are saying this. Church leaderships are saying this. And then they'll turn right around and tell their congregations but you can't argue with the government because God put them there. So yeah, but, God but he, had nothing to do with them being there on the one hand, they tell us, and then we're right. supposed to bow down to them. And, and, and here's what I'm going to say. First of all, America is not a monarchy. We don't have a king and a queen. Romans was written because of the, of the monarch Caesar. And we don't have that. Our founders gave us a constitutional representative republic where we the people are governed only by our consent. Only by our consent. And we're the ones in charge, Michelle. God mm -hmm. put us in charge of America. Not your congressman, not your senator, not the president, not some wacko judge, okay? <laughs> God didn't put any of those people in charge. God put us in charge. And it's been the abdication of we the people, the abdication of the church false preaching from pulpits over a long course of time telling people lies mm -hmm. that has led 
to a docile, impotent Christian population that acts like sheep led to a slaughter, and that's not who God has called us to be. I, not I, even close. No, not not at all. So I've got a couple couple things, a couple yes. layers here. Because you know I love history, and you know I have my uh, the American Patriots Bible, right? Because sure. I need to put the history with the Bible. I do love that, which I encourage everyone to get one because you learn both. And um, shall I say, you kill two birds with one stone. Um, but here's here's there's a, a couple of things I wanted to get your feedback on and your opinion. Um, and then we're going to go back in time a little bit. So everything that you were talking about with the the new, the new way the church is actually being, uh, let's just say, preached to by these pastors and these priests where they're not talking about any of these issues. Uh, is it something where... It, you started noticing it because you always want to build, you always want to do a timeline when you put a timeline into things, because then you can, you can relate that to current events. You can relate that to what's going on in your own life. It makes people understand it a lot better, right? Cause you always want to go back. Well, when, when did this start? You know, I always go, okay, well, what happened? Because this is not the way it used to be. When, when did we go off that path? When did we veer in the direction of almost where we are no return? So, would you say that this new direction the, the, where everything is kind of hands-off is that prior to when all this woke things started to come into play, which was really over the past couple of years, or did it start before that and it just got accelerated when the woke world started to come into play? Or would you say it's, I mean, obviously everything's accelerated under the, the uh, Joe Biden and nuclear, uh, um, Nazi regime uh, because everything has like a nuclear bomb attached to it. You know, not only tyranny mm-hmm. and power, but trillions and trillions of dollars. And, and all of the, the entities, you know, we call them the 13 bigs, all colluding with one another. So we know we have all that against us. And there we are, you know, David and Goliath, we the little, the little we the people standing there. But would you say the... This this brainwashing uh, of this new way is it been going on for a long time or just around the woke world? Because we kind of want to figure it out. I mean, I, I have my thoughts, and I want to ask you that, and then I I will ask the next layer to that question. Sure. Well, so I believe that this actually began uh, in the late 1800s. And oh, and okay. and moving into the early 1900s, um, and and it and it started as an attempt to try to rewrite the Bible and call biblical translation into question. And so, if if you if you start, you know, knocking away at the foundation, and and this was. Uh, you know, kind of the big issue in the 1920s, right? When we when we had the big, you know, evolution trial, right? Where where you know you had the the the, the guy that was supposed to be the Bible scholar, 
you know, arguing against the guy that was that was arguing for evolution and the scopes trials that went on. And a, a lot of people started to think that, you know, the scopes guy made a better made a better case than the Bible guy. And it was really because the Bible guy wouldn't go all in. He, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't attack it all in. So, so it began, I think then, then in the 1960s, they took over the seminaries, the, the, the communist influence, the anti-God took over the seminaries when our boys went and fought communism in Vietnam. Oh, okay. And so our, that's when they got their right? grubby little hands in. That's when they were able Absolutely. to. Absolutely. But then that was also when Marxism really started to kick in here. And then, you know, Marxism yes. slash communism and, you know, all the players in the game, they started getting into those colleges. They started with the movements. They Okay. So mm-hmm. it, that, mm-hmm. that's, I didn't mm-hmm. realize they got into the seminaries. Okay. So they must have just hijacked that with cash which is usually how they do all of these. Um, and then threw in a couple of brainwashers. And then from there, it's kind of easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and they stayed behind while our Patriot boys went and fought. And then they flipped the narrative. They captured media. They got yeah. media activists to go and start putting down America and, you know, and, and denigrating our nation and then they they flipped it and they denigrated all of our boys that fought over there mm-hmm, and shed mm-hmm. their blood to try to stop the communist advance. And of course, now we recognize, you know, that obviously we're seeing it, you know, manifest. I was talking to my kids about this just the other night, my wife and I and my thirty-year-old uh, son, uh, and we were having a conversation about this that. Basically, when I started my show 10 years ago, I was saying, if you're under the age of roughly 45 at that point, uh, you, you have been brainwashed and you may not even know it. You, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not blaming. I'm just saying it's all it's you've heard. And if yeah. you haven't, right. And if you haven't done what you've done, what I've done, what a lot of people are, 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 are doing and have been trying to do, and that is, okay, I, I, I can see this as nonsense. I want the truth, and they try to find the truth. They're looking for the truth. But if you haven't done that, then you're, you're contaminated. And, and, you know, Scripture talks about, you know, a little leaven spoils the whole loaf. Well, we have that issue going on, and now I would say anybody under the age of 50, truly, sorry, but if you're under the age of 50, you have been tainted in some way regarding what they want you to believe. Mm-hmm. And I could tell you, I, just from what I have decided to pay attention to starting in November, when I just said, you know, something's, something's up, something's not right. And then, of course, you start paying attention and listening to different people. And I've had uh, quite a few of them on my show. Uh, and I apologized to him. I said, you know, for all these years, I thought you were kind of kooky or crazy or, you know, conspiracy theorists. And um, you've been right for 
20, 30 years. Uh, or I met them in person and I, I apologized to them. I said I had no idea. I had no idea of um, the, the brainwashing and the propaganda that was against most of these people. And these are names everybody knows now because obviously they've, they've been uh, very vocal about providing the truth and facts about the uh, political propaganda pandemic COVID-19. And, um, you know, the, uh, and they, were, they were nicknamed uh, the disinformation dozen when there was actually 13 of them, but uh, apparently they couldn't come up with something that uh, was close enough to, you know, to have a TH in it, right? So they have to go with the dozen, but there was actually two people because uh, Charlene Bollinger and Ty Bollinger are two people, not one. But, you know, <laughs> my body, my choice, apparently that's applicable only when you need to. You know, you're supposed to be independent. Here, I am woman, hear me roar. But when it's convenient for them, they mold the man and the woman together. And apparently that's only one person. But, uh, you know, nowadays anyone can identify as anything. So I get it. You know, it's uh, it's all relative. Um, so, <laughs> you know, those people, it's true that there's actually 13 of them. Um, and um, they, uh, uh, I call them the, uh, 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 I can't remember exactly what my little tagline was, but it was uh, the, the doctors of these, uh, oh, I don't know. I'm, uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Let me get back on track here. So before, I don't want to go down any tangents. I want to be really specific for people today. So let me jump off of that. Sure. And what I want to okay. ask you is now that we've got this woke world, right? We've got a very woke mm-hmm. world. And the problem with the churches is, um, from what I understand, and they're not teaching in, in these seminary schools, they're not teaching revelations, right? I've heard that from so many different pastors and so many other people that are, are doing homework, paying attention, um, that they're not teaching the, revel, the revel, revelations in the seminary schools because they really don't want you to know because they don't want you to know when you should be recognizing it. And they, they don't want you to be prepared for it. And they don't want you to understand what that's all about. So, of course, that never gets to the people in the church. And it sounds like a lot of things aren't being discussed in the church by design. And of course we know now not only you've had this movement to remove God from our whole lives and our whole world in every capacity. Right. And then these uh, nefarious characters, not only did they hijack the seminary schools in the sixties, they've hijacked everything and it's taken them decades to position themselves to where we are today, which is they've infested every area of our lives, which is why, we don't have any freedom anymore. Um, and, of course, there's money attached this time around, like big money. And it's coming from government and other entities. You know, you've got the Catholic Church, which is a complete disaster. I mean, you're wondering why the uh, the border is so out of control. Well, the government's giving the Catholic Church money, and the Catholic charities are basically just shipping them over and helping them, you know, because you traveled – you were traveling 1,200 miles on foot. You have white shirts. You have pretty makeup on. You have sparkling jewelry and bedazzled uh, phones, uh, nice shiny new backpacks, beautiful sneakers. You're wondering, you, you walked 1,200 miles? I don't think so. It's whiter shirts than you and I have, PG. So um, you've got everybody literally in cahoots with one another. Um, so you have that. And I want people to realize that that is what is going on. These churches and um, they're getting lots of money. They got lots of money to stay closed. They got lots of money to keep their mouths shut uh, since this whole uh, COVID pandemic started. Um, they're getting money to keep their 
churches closed, and they're getting money to not discuss the things that PG just talked about that need to be discussed. Um, you, I'm, I'm assuming you agree with me, right, PG? Yes. Okay. Yes, um, I do. So in addition to um, – in addition to all that, because I want people to understand, then that's that is the foundation, that is fact, right? Because we don't want people to ask why anymore. We just need to ask, what are we going to do next? Because we know why. Nefarious, evil, demons, they hate this country. They want control of it. They don't want you to have freedom. They want you to obey and be complicit. They want you to comply. End of story, right? We don't need to do we need, to, we need to remind people because they're still popping on that mask. They're still getting the non-vaccine, and uh, they are still uh, not standing up for their own rights, which said it's going to get a lot worse before we, it, uh, it changes. Um, but I do want people to understand, and you mentioned this on the show once before, which sad enough, the first time I, I had, had heard it, which I'm thinking to myself, then there's probably a lot of other people that this is the first time too, can you discuss the Johnson Act? I want people to understand when it happened and how that actually changed the discussion with what was talked about at church, which then kind of indicates why they might be a little bit of dancing and tiptoeing about actually having conversations and of what they're supposed to be doing. Because the church is supposed to, I thought, talk to the community about what's going on with the community. Absolutely. So the Johnson Act took place, and, and it's named the Johnson Act because Lyndon B. Johnson is the one that brought forward the legislation that was passed that became the Johnson Act, and it was passed in 1965. And yeah. what had yeah. happened is, is that Lyndon Johnson had run here in Texas uh, for, I believe he was running for Senate at the time, and and the first time around, he, he lost. And he lost because there were pastors and churches that stepped up and talked about his underhanded dealings and the things that he did here in Texas that that were that were dirty. And so he he didn't win. Well, then he ran a second time and he ended up getting just enough votes to be able to win. And so the first thing that he wanted to make sure what was done was to silence these churches and these pastors so that they couldn't point out all of his underhanded dealings that he did here in Texas. And so they created the Johnson Act, and it speaks specifically, it talks about uh, you know, that, that churches are not allowed to do what the government would consider to be propaganda. Hmm. And the, the church's <laughs> form of propaganda is, uh, is actually telling the truth about morality when it comes to politicians. And so they created this 501c3 IRS code so that they could get churches to file in order to, quote-unquote, be tax-exempt. Uh, now, what they didn't take out is the IRS Code 508, which says automatically, automatically, a church is tax-exempt. 
churches don't need to become a 501c3 corporation in order to be tax exempt. Okay. But wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Something, something is a, is a rise. Something smells rotten in Denmark and the United States. Um, So, did you want to finish what you're going to say, or did you want to repeat? Well, no. Let me. So let me. Let me just. Let me just. Let me just say that again. So, churches uh, do not have to quote unquote incorporate. Not re- not a requirement. Churches do not have to incorporate, and they do not have to then file to be a 501c3. Now, I, I'm I'm going to be careful here because I'm going to say, oh, that guy's giving legal advice, and and boy, bitch. Uh, here's what I would say to you to do. Okay. Good grief. <laughs> Research IRS code 508. Okay. Research churches automatic exemption. Understand that the purpose of a, of a corporation is to protect the stockholders and the officers from a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So the purpose of this is to create liability protection so that the pastor and the elders are not sued for actually following the Bible because that's how whacked out our system has become. That's really the whole deal, to create liability. You know, well, you know, uh, the pastor preached something from the pulpit and my wife and I got into an argument, and because of that, we got a divorce. And so now we're going to sue the pastor because <laughs> he caused us. As opposed I mean, to that television is, show. Yeah. As opposed to the television show with the naked lady that really inspired him to go uh, visit the neighbor at 2 a.m., right? It was, <laughs> really was the TV show. <laughs> and not the... There you go. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. So, but, but, so the reality is then is that, and, and, and just FYI and, and Alliance Defending Freedom will, will, will tell you this ADF, they're the ones that sponsor what they call pulpit freedom Sunday, encouraging pastors to preach sermons on these quote unquote controversial issues, which really aren't controversial. They're just simply what the Bible says, what God says. I thought that's what churches were supposed to do is is talk about what God said the pastor's supposed to preach, what's in the Bible, but you know, uh that's been laid aside. But they challenge them to do that and they say, look, no they've never they've never ever, you know, gone after somebody uh, and and in in and and gone after him for that. Now I'll tell you what they have gone after people for. They went after Joyce Myers. They went after Benny Hinn. They went after a whole bunch of different ministries, um, and and they went they went after them, uh, predicated on uh, on on a on a review of how they monitored or managed their 501c3. And and did they did they mismanage money? It wasn't predicated on whether or not they said something that they didn't like. It was predicated on Charles Grassley was a part of this. They, they investigated these ministries predicated on, you know, 
Joyce living in a nice home and this one living in a nice home. And I don't remember. There were five or six different mm-hmm. ones that they went after. Um, but that's what it was predicated on. It didn't have anything to do with them actually saying anything that fell under the Johnson Act. It had to do with the rules of a 501c3 corporation. And, and those are paraministries which is different than a church. So let me let me Two recap this. So can, yeah, let me yes, let me ma'am. recap this so I can get it straight. So the Johnson Act actually was created so they could censor the church, but what they did is they wrapped it up into saying that you need to get a 501c3 status in order to be tax exempt. And if you do that, in order to get your tax exempt status, you need to keep your mouth shut, talk about the things that we technically have approved. And if you want to, uh, if you violate that, we will take away your 501c3 exemption, and then you will not be able to give the tax donation for anybody that gives you money. Uh, Is that is that actually what the whole Johnson Act was? Yes. Yes. Okay. It was a means so, to try to put a muzzle on the church and the pastors. With the incentive of now you can have tax-exempt status as long as you play the game that we want you to play. And if you don't, then we will, you can lose your tax-exempt status, which means you can't give the tax mm-hmm. deduction, which is – um, you know the like the incentive for people to make a donation because they can use it as a tax write-off. So that uh, you know anything that you deal with the government has strings attached, and they're usually 100% of the time not positive, not good. And uh, you know it's like um, extortion and bribery. And as the great President Ronald Reagan said, it's nine words you need to be aware of. I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. And that's when you're supposed to shut the door, lock it, and put maybe a bicycle in front of it and a, and a dresser and make sure that they do not come in your home. It's almost like the devil's knocking at the door and you just don't invite them in. And then they can't get past the threshold. Um, what you're saying is, you're also saying that churches are automatically exempt from uh, paying taxes on donations. But they've convinced, well, just the legal world works. They want the, they want the liability protection. So they end up not only incorporating, but then they file for the 501c3 status. Because once they're incorporated as a non-501c3, it's probably a little gray area where they end up not they not they don't have the 501c they don't have the tax exempt status because now they're an actual company and not a nonprofit so they probably just did it that way in order to make them force them to get the 501c3 status right so it sounds like that's basically there's no loophole that you can't play both sides um, where you can have the protection and you can have the exemption if it's already there because they've made it difficult for you to do that. Because I just want people to understand, well, then why can't they do one and not the other? Because this is a big deal. This means that they have control over the message. And especially nowadays where they're also getting paid to have the message controlled and their churches closed and to follow instructions and to have vaccination, non-vaccination centers at their churches. 
that uh, you know, that's, that people need to be aware of who is who is the puppet master and who is the uh, who is the little puppet on the end of the string, which is probably I don't know maybe eighty eighty five percent of the pastors, priests, and uh, reverends in this country. So is that kind of the gist that I'm understanding, PG? Yes. Yes. And, you know, something else, too, and you'll find articles about this as well, that 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 would also further argue that churches fall under the First Amendment. They did. And and so when we we used to acknowledge it, that's for sure. Yeah. And so as a First Amendment church, you are further tax exempted. Because taxing something that government is not supposed to touch would be a violation of the government reaching out and touching something that violates the First Amendment. It's the free exercise thereof. And it says that government shall make no law, make no law, including laws of taxation. So the only way that it's somebody, a brave pastor, uh, would need to get you know, with the, um, a group that represents, uh, you know, has attorneys in order to basically challenge this. And then once it got through the courts, and let's just pretend the courts actually followed the Constitution and the laws, then the churches, in essence, could be free uh, from this the stronghold of this 501c3 Johnson the Johnson amendment but that's probably what would need to happen because the big government will just bury you in lawsuits and tax uh, tax issues tax fraud tax accusations and audits and things like that so the churches are the churches are being um, extorted in not so many words and that's kind of what yeah, it would I mean, be. That's what I'm yeah. looking at here. Like they don't have a choice yeah. unless they want to go against a big behemoth and then deal with all of that. So it's going to, you know, you need tens of millions of dollars. And one of these days somebody will do it, but right now there's other fish to fry. But that's that's basically the fundamental structure that they're using now to scare uh, the pastors because they're like, well, I'll lose my 501c3 status and then we'll not have enough money for me to do my uh, – not only run my church, but pay for my car and everything else. Um, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. And you, and again, you know, read the first amendment Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Hmm. No law. So it sounds like that, as you mentioned earlier, then, um, and then I want to jump to the next thing, but I think this is very relevant for people because you said they have the, the Bible and God, the government is not in charge. We, the people are, and we're not supposed to have this bloated government. We're supposed to have, we're supposed to be governed. We're supposed to be, you know, we, the people are supposed to be consentive to govern and we're supposed to be able to remove those. Um, that are not following the constitution and representing us. But they keep making these rules that we don't want. I mean, I'm sure nobody knew uh, we the people got a chance to vote on this Johnson Act and other things. And, but 
you know, the, the First Amendment is there to protect us in many ways, even the churches, and we've been talking about taxes, but yet then they slap on something that counteracts it, and then we're stuck with it, right? So this is a pattern. And I want people to realize that it's a pattern that all of these parties for all of these years have been doing this. I mean, hardcore, I mean, if you look back, like you just said, and this is bigger than just the religious portion we're talking about. This is in the 60s is really when they started to hijack everything. Okay. And this is, uh, this is not just me saying this. this is multiple, multiple experts, multiple people who've been following on this stuff for all these years. So it started with the seminaries. And then the Johnson Act, where they're starting to put these layers that counteract everything that's in the Constitution. Um, and then, of course, from there, it has just excelled on, shall we say, warp speed, where it needs to be unwound um, because it's completely out of control where it's over the top. So I just want people to, you know, if you, if you don't understand the history, you're going to be forced to repeat it, but you also need to understand the structure. And I think you did a fabulous job in explaining how they really started to uh, control of more than just the churches and the messaging. I think that's relevant. So thank you for explaining that Johnson Act. I think it's a lot more critical for the ways the government controls things than just church. Do you want to comment on that too? No, I, I agree with you. I, I I completely agree with you. And 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 I think you know when when we then transition that over to into us being a representative republic the 13 states when they started and and as you go through and and read the bible and and correlate that with the history you'll recognize within there that within the constitutions of those 13 states the 13 colonies that first began the united states of america that they required that their representatives have an acknowledgement and a rep and a and a relationship with God, in most instances, a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and and that they at the very least recognize the Bible and its authority and God and His authority, and why? Because Christian representation was to protect the people. A true Christian understands that they will be given have to give an account to God for what they do, both in public and in private. This would protect the people from a politician turning into what we refer to them as today, liars and cheaters and thieves and, and, and people that are not listening to the American people anymore, but have created their own uh, pseudo nations mm -hmm. and they are, you know, they act like demigods. Uh, yeah, it's completely out of control. Um, we're at 12.51, and I kind of went a little too long on the segments that I wanted to talk about because I wanted to – but it, I didn't expect you to throw so many truth bombs at me, which really made me have the light bulb go on when I'm talking about timelines, and I hope that did for some other people too. So let's do this. When I open the phone lines, if there's anybody that wants to call in, has any questions for Pastor Greg Young, the host of Chosen Generation Radio, and then um, 
We'll see what people have to say, right? If we got some callers, that would be awesome. The phone number is 646-668-2537. That's 646-668-2537. I wanted to keep it to about an hour. So if we can just go a little bit over that, um, because then I wanted you to to give some input on uh, what people can focus on right now um, in order to uh, help get through what we're going to be what we're going to be seeing here. I mean, as far as proactive, you know what I mean? You know, unfortunately, we always have to say peaceful mm-hmm. protest. So we're, we're kind of working on that on our end with the groups and the, the organizations. Um, but from the spiritual side and faith side, that's where PG is going to give some, some uh, feedback. So I got a, I got a caller now. So if you want to, we're going to take the caller um, PG. So we'll, we'll see what they have to say. I'm, I'm unmuting as we speak. Hey, caller, this is Michelle and Pastor Greg Young. How are you today? Um, no, we're not. They're there, but they're not there. I'm telling you, technical difficulties, people. All right, so we will go back to PG. You know, again, the uh, technical difficulties that we have on this show is literally it's not me. I'm telling you, they. They are out to censor. They take down shows. They uh, they don't let us get online sometimes. They Did I tell you? Well, I, I didn't say this on the air, but they got, I think they accessed my computer through Microsoft OneDrive. So I strongly suggest anybody to not save things to the OneDrive. Remove it from your computer because they tapped into mine. They, whoever you want to use the word they to, to include, but they tapped into it. And I noticed that they... Uh, they had sucked out a document, and then I was, thankfully, and it was a very important one, um, probably the most important one that was on the computer, and then I realized what had happened, and I was able to get in, delete the OneDrive, which, you know, um, and then take it off of my entire computer. So my suggestion, just now that I thought about it, delete your OneDrive, peeps, um, and be careful which cloud services you use because they, they can get in there. But anyway, PG. What do you want people to focus on? Uh, what can they do? What should they be reading in the Bible? A little inspiration, but also a little bit of protection, proactive, because uh, uh, we can't just sit back and do nothing. I mean, that's not how this works. The, we, our job is to, in some capacity, uh, take back this country. And I know it needs to start from the spiritual side. So what can people do to play their role? Revelations is here. Yes, it is. No, we are. I mean, we are we are watching things unfold that Scripture has very clearly told us are are going to be happening. And I do believe that we are being conditioned. Some some, you know, we're we're talking about you know these shots and things of this nature as uh, you know because they're talking about what they're going to give certain privileges to the vaccinated and, and, and refuse certain privileges to the unvaccinated. I would caution us to just read very carefully Matthew 24, where Jesus gives the warnings. You will hear wars and rumors of wars. There's a lot of things that are in there. And, and his caution is, is don't, don't get caught up. You're going to hear people say, this is the Christ over here. This is the way to follow over here. Again, just be very careful. A lot of discernment is necessary right now. Uh, 1 John 5, 1 through 13, 
will give you encouragement when it comes to who you are in Christ and who is working in you. And it's important that you know that so that you know that you have already overcome this world because Christ who is in you is greater and he has overcome the world. Galatians 2.20, I shared that last week. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I would focus on using the King James Version because it doesn't take things out. Uh, It doesn't water things down. If you have some challenges with the uh, with the English that, that is uh, associated in there, uh, hit me up. Go to ChosenGenerationRadio.com, ChosenGenerationRadio.com. Use the contact, send me an email, and I'll give you some guidance on that. Stop giving your money to churches mm-hmm. and pastors that are perverting the Word of God and that won't preach the truth, that won't stand boldly in this time and in this hour and, and will not stand with you when you want to stand up and make your voice heard and speak truth. Still educating. I know, I, I, I know a few years ago I was involved and we were talking with grassroots leaders and they were saying, well, you know, we've been trying to educate people since, you know, 9-11. We've been trying to educate people for 20 some odd years now. Folks, you're unwinding 50 to 60 years of indoctrination. Mm-hmm. And to believe that you're going to unwind that, you know, for uh, it, if you understand uh, child rearing, you understand that for for every negative experience that child has, you have to replace it with ten positive experiences. So when you when you think about that on the scale that we're talking about, and you're trying to unwind something that has been wound into someone, by the time someone's 13 years of age, they've pretty much decided on, on every major issue what they think about it. And now you're going to have to literally go in there and, and that's going to be completely flipped around. And that's why, you know, when it comes to an encounter with God through Christ, it, it has to be... Michelle, there has to be an actual encounter with Jesus Christ. God is the only one who can take that old man who has bought all of those lies, believed all of those lies, and is living those lies, and get him crucified on the cross so that a new creation can rise up. God's the only one that can do that. And you need to go to a church that preaches that powerful transformation. Yeah, you got to screen your pastors just like you're supposed to be uh, screening your teachers and the schools that your kids are in or the universities you're going to be writing that bigot check to. Um, you know, you've got indoctrination comes in all forms. So we, we need to be a little bit more responsible and a lot more personal responsibility and due diligence because uh, as we've been talking about, I'd say most of the things you've been told your entire life is actually skewed, propagandized, or just flat out not true. So you need to um, be wary of that. And then once you start kind of looking at it through that sense, you know, uh, I think you're going to notice 
things uh, on the non-common sense side, you're like, hmm. And then when you, you are adding a little bit of common sense compared to what you've been told, the light bulb's going to go on. You're going to see a big difference, you know, as, as a theme of PG's show, Chosen Generation Radio, where everything is filtered through biblical glasses. Throw that in the mix, too, and then throw in that common sense. You're going to say, well, it's interesting that this is what I've been told. This is what we've been taught. Never kind of did make sense. You know, I always go back to the analogy of uh, the three R's, you know, the fundamentals, the foundation for learning. When you go into school and maybe it's kindergarten, they're like, we're going to teach you today, kids. We're going to teach you. We're going to, you're going to learn. Kids are cheering. Yay, we're going to learn. So excited. They said, all right, we're going to teach you everything you need to know about moving forward in life. Is It's all the three R's. You're like, oh, the three R's, good. What's this? What's it going to be? So the teacher says, well, you got your reading. And you're like, yay, reading. And then they, she says, you got your uh, second R is arithmetic. And uh, you go, hmm, I thought that was arithmetic with an A. And then she goes, you got your third R, and that's writing. And then you go, hmm, writing is W-R. So you go, excuse me, teacher. So you said the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. But reading starts with an R. Writing starts with a W-R. And arithmetic, well, I flipped them. Arithmetic starts with uh, an A-R. She goes, well, yeah, the three R's. And the kid goes, well, why am I, I going to listen to you? Why am I going to listen to you, lady? So basically, you know, it's a little bit, a little bit drawn out about version of what, how I normally tell the story. But I think, yeah, you know, once you put in perspective that most of the things that you've based your fundamentals on the foundation is actually not true, a lie, a misrepresentation, like the three R's. I mean, that's your, your, our school system, you know, here in Arizona, it's the public instruction department, not public education, because they're here to instruct, not educate. Um, PG, let's do another five, seven minutes or so, if you don't mind. And I just want you to share. I know you've sure. had some powerful, incredible episodes with some great guests. I want you to uh, plug that, but also share some of the, some of the scoop that they did provide that you think would be relevant for what's going on and uh, I know you had RFK Jr., so of course a little bit of the uh, Great Reset in there and the uh, COVID political propaganda pandemic with the vaccine updates. Um, so spill some scoop so that people will tune in to the full episodes. Sure. Well, you know, I mean, one of the things you, you mentioned, the vaccine situation, uh, one of the things that's come out, and we've got an article about this up on our site, uh, the vaccine that they say was approved that that's that's a fallacy um they 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 didn't approve the actual pfizer vaccine that they are uh that that they're running out and pushing all over the place they they actually uh approved uh, something called uh comirnaty and and they say that it is like okay it is like uh the vaccine that they're putting out but but it's not the actual vaccine Mm -hmm. uh i've got two articles up about it the suspicious fda approval of the pfizer vaccine uh from uh, an article on technofog which i would encourage you by the way to follow technofog 
T-E-C-H-N-O-F-O-G. And then Robert F. Kennedy Jr. with Merrill Noss has written two things mainstream media didn't tell you about FDA's approval of the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, And I had uh, on uh, about a week or two ago, Dr. Brian Hooker was on with me. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I mean, he is he is incredible. So that's an important one. Uh, I think something that we're not paying a, a lot of attention to that we need to, we mentioned early on in this broadcast, talking about the shooting that took place this past Sunday in Texas, and that that individual obviously has Islamic ties. Uh, we're, we're not talking about, you know, and, and Westerners are not aware of the danger that Islam poses to our nation, and mm-hmm. we have... We have high command that has been infiltrated going all the way back to really it started with uh, with George W. Bush, mm-hmm. uh, who, who's, who stood there uh, with an imam connected to care the day after 9-11, uh, you know, trying to encourage us to accept Islam as the religion of peace. This no, it's, it's not, not at all. The very violent. Is is yeah. jihad? It is. It is. It is very violent. And Charlie Kirk put up a, a a video that was shot, showing them literally hanging someone from the bottom of one of our uh, Chinook helicopters, and flying them around uh, in in Kabul. Okay, uh, with the body hanging by the neck off of the off the rail of the helicopter I, folks this this is this is the real thing uh, Laura Logan uh, has has written quite graphically about what's really going on over there and remember that you know she was assaulted over there she was raped over there mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Uh, she understands this very real so and and you know we get into helping people to understand it Again, this is not about hating someone who is Muslim because a large percentage of them don't really know what's in their book. And so I have experts that come on. <clears throat> IQ Al-Rasuli, I put his articles up regularly in my feed that go out via my email to help educate people and quote directly out of the Hadith and the Quran to open the eyes of people in the West and hopefully open the eyes of people that are adherents that don't really understand what their religion is teaching and then hopefully reach them with the good news message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. we talk about what's happening economically. I have economic analysts that come on. They're, they're telling me that they can foresee with inflation doing what it's doing, that economically we're, we're headed into some very, uh, very shady waters, Michelle. And mm-hmm. you need to really think about, you know, getting your money and, investing in go to chosengold.com chosengold.com 
Find out about investment-grade gold. <clears throat> That's an important issue. Uh, and, and how that holds its value and how that will help you. Um, we talk about world events as well. I'm very heavily involved in ministry in India. India is a major partner of the United States and needs to be. Uh, and India is a major target of China. And China is now, we're going to work with the Taliban to attack India. And the reason that they're a major target of China is, is they're the second most populous country in the world. And China understands that a nation like India partnered with the United States of America embracing our ideals is, is dangerous for their communist regime. Yeah. So yeah, scary things are on the horizon. Um, I do want to just put a, put out there a little bit of information we talked about on the show the, on Monday about um, the invasion that is secretly happening here because of the, the Afghan refugees that are coming here to the United States that are being brought over in the tens of thousands before Americans were. A friend of mine has um, got an, an update from, a, from one of his very close long-term friends who's over at Fort Hood. And he said ever since the, the uh, Afghanistan uh, issues started happening, they've been doing nonstop runs from Fort Hood to Afghanistan to bring back and rescue, not Americans, but Afghan refugees. And you would think, well, well, women and children, maybe that may obviously Americans first, maybe get those animals, those dogs over too. But he said, no, no, no Americans whatsoever. It was just the uh, refugees, but the refugees were men ages 18 to 25, which they call them mams, um, men, uh, men, ma'am, ma'am, men of uh, men of age, military age men. That's what it is, military age men. So they um, they're bringing them here and dispatching them all over different military bases all over the country, and that's that is happening. That is fact. That is actually not only come from a direct source, but it has come from multiple sources that people need to be aware of. And that's not including what's coming across the wide open border, which is done by design. Not something that they made a mistake on, not a flub, not an oversight, not just, uh, you know, uh, we removed this rule and this rule and look what happened. We had no idea. We took away some of these uh, safeguards that this would be happening. And um, so I want people to be aware of that. So you've got a, another layer that you just uh, you need to be aware of, of what's going on again. We don't need to ask why these things are happening. We know why nefarious characters, people want to destroy the country. How do you conquer? You conquer from within. You implode and you invade. And in Islam, this infestation that you were mentioning, PG, that goes back to George W. Uh, and, of course, that actually goes back even to the entire Bush family when Daddy Bush got in there, too. So it's, uh, yeah, the information that I have found out and that probably a lot of people have known, but maybe they don't, the, the corruption of the Bush cartel. It's just mind-blowing when you think about it. And again, don't be surprised mm-hmm. that uh, a lot of the people that you had confidence on, confidence in, and people that you thought were awesome, uh, whether it's politicians, celebrities, influencers, or just uh, people in history, 
once you find out the real truth about it, you go, uh, oh, my God, like Nelson Mandela. I had no idea the man was so evil. I've just been paying attention. And I was like, oh, my God. But, you know, they put these people on pedestals. You've got false authorities. You're worshiping false idols. And you're getting bad information by design, right? So that's what what PG's been talking about. You've been been indoctrinated and brainwashed for 50, 60 years with the wrong narrative, which is usually the complete opposite once you find out the truth. That goes back to even um, regular vaccines. The information that I have learned by paying to pay attention to Robert F.K. Jr., which I can't wait to listen to that episode that you did with him. That was on Monday's show, right? So that's up on your website right now for people. Yeah, I didn't have I actually I didn't have Robert on, but I posted his article. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that that he was Yeah, I'm he sorry. Was on, they, I posted um, his article. No, that's okay. That's okay. But it, it, anyone sh- check out that article and then uh pay go, listen to any of his shows. Oh, I thought that guy was just some crazy, you know, liberal. It was a Kennedy him and his vaccinations and, you know, all that, you know, anti-vaxxer. And now that I know the fact, the truth, again, the timeline, when you hear the timeline, people, yeah. you're, you're yeah. going to, yeah. you're not only going to be shocked, you're going to go, oh my God, because everything else starts to make sense. You're like, oh, these son of a bitches, you know, you just start, you'll get mad and then you'll get pissed, which is good because you need to get pissed because you, unless you're, and I, I know that I shouldn't say pissed yeah. when there's a pastor on the air, but the reason why I am is because once that happens, you will make a change. You will stand up, you will take action and that's what it takes. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is, I think this Be is Be angry I, I, and do not sin is the scripture, Michelle. So there's nothing wrong with righteous anger. And you should be righteously angry about oh, yeah. what they have been doing to us. Judy Mikovits. Uh, I love her. You know, you, you need to go back and listen to all the interviews that I did with her. Uh, she's the reason I'm, uh, yeah, she's the reason I'm banned on YouTube. YouTube banned oh, awesome. me because of my Judy Mikevitz uh, interviews. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah that's uh, awesome. You yeah, know. They, they, they t- I had uh, Dr. Christiana Northrop on episode 230. YouTube yanked that. I had Dr. Pam Popper on twice, episode 214 and then episode 241. They yanked those. And then I just stopped. I said, why bother? It's, they're, they're yanking them. And I literally <laughs> within the next day I get that you, you hate what hate method. And then Spotify right. yanked down Dr. Christiane Northrup too. They hate her. Well, she's on that list. You remember that disinformation dozen of 13 people. So yeah, but mm-hmm. Dr. Judy mm-hmm. Mikevitz, she's another one that I thought yeah. for when I first heard about her, I'm like, this lady's crazy. She's nuts. And then I started listening to her and then all of a sudden I started paying attention and I went, Oh my God, I owe her an apology too. This lady has been right for like 30 years. Can you imagine yeah. how exhausting it must be to be right? Nobody's paying attention. People are attacking you to the point where they've destroyed her career back then because she outed fraud. Yeah. She and all this other stuff and everything that she talks about, uh, which I can't, I, I didn't know you had in video. That's definitely somebody needs, you need to go to chosen generation That's chosen generation Listen to the episodes that he did with her. I highly encourage you to do that. Um, because it will, it will, uh, you might have to listen to a couple of times because she, she, she's very smart and, um, us regular yahoos might, might have to rewind a little over a couple parts, but just do your best. But yes, she, um, he, he fraud, she, Anthony fraud, she destroyed her life and career, um, because she was 
telling the yeah. truth uh, about him. And this was back in the AIDS epidemic. That was never even an epidemic that he caused. I mean, oh my God, once people, once you start paying yeah. attention to everybody and you need to, because you're talking life or death now, you're talking non-vaccine, you're talking freedom, you're mm-hmm. talking, oh my God, you're talking the shielding, you're talking concentration camps are on the way, lockdowns are coming, amongst other things, because uh, the nefarious characters are going to be playing some really hardcore cards and you need to, you need to know the facts. Another thing to do is if you forgot at any point what, uh, what the website is or where to go, listen to pastor Greg, you can always go on our website. If you go to our website, everything home resource platform.com, you click that take action tab, right? Then you'll see must listen to, there's a must listen to page. PG's on there. So you just click on his big graphic that'll get you to his website to listen to his shows. And of course, all of the guests that have shows uh, that have been on our show are on there. In addition to people that I pay attention to that haven't come on yet that I've met, or I just highly regard where you're going to get fact and truth. Go check out. Those are the people you need to start paying attention to. And a lot of those people have been on PG's show. So it's all full circle. And then I encourage everybody to share those shows and share his platform with your friends, your contacts, because the more people that know the truth and get the, the facts, it's, it's just going to be better at this point for your life. And I don't mean because you're, you're going to have a happier day. I mean, it's me you're going to stay alive because that uh, non-vaccine is going to eventually uh, take you off of this planet. And it's going to be a very uh, not happy exit with all the health issues you're going to have. And that's fact. Um, and that more information is coming out. But uh, the reason we keep talking about it in every episode is because I still continue to talk to people who don't think it's true. I say, okay, just give it a couple months and you tell me how you're feeling if you're still here. Yeah. So not to scare anybody. This is fact. This is truth. So you got to pay attention. Got to pay attention. Got to know the facts. And you got to share that because everything's being suppressed and yanked and everything else. Um, so PG, anything else you want to share? We'll wrap it up here. So when you, when we jump off and let everybody go back to uh, lunch and work and um, uh, getting prepared. <laughs> well, I just, just to drop one, one final message of, of hope in the midst of all this. And that is, is that, you know, none of this is a surprise to God. This has all been foreplanned and foretold. Man was going to make these kinds of decisions it's in his sin nature to do these things. Satan was going to do uh, his best to try to destroy as many men as he possibly could, men and women as he possibly could. And, and the answer, the answer to it has been Jesus Christ and God's son. And the answer to it is you and I, because all of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. And that is what resides in you when you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And it's time for that to be unleashed so the world can, can, can have hope in these very dark days. So be who God has called you to be. Make your profession of faith. And I would again encourage people to make Galatians 2.20 a daily declaration of who you are in Christ and ask God, today, I'm ready. Use me. Send me. He'll, he'll send you where you need to go. You don't need to have a big elaborate plan. You need to be obedient to do what God's called you to do. He'll show you. 
So that's Galatians 2.20 is, is where you can ask that in the, in the way or at least understand it a little better rather than just shouting out, what do you want me to do, dude, right? Yes. Start okay. there. And then one other quick question. We were talking about righteous anger. Where is that? What is, what is that uh, verse? Uh, I know. I hate putting you on the spot. It is no, a thick book. Okay. <laughs> it's a thick book. And there's no way that I could even begin to memorize all of it. Um, but it, that's, that's actually one that I've been wanting to, to find out for a while. Yep. And uh, let's see, angry and sin not. And that is uh, in Ephesians 426. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Give no opportunity to the devil. Uh, be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as it fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Ephesians 4, 26-29. 26 through 29. And then, of course, it would be very helpful for everyone to just, uh, when you can, just uh, read Revelations. And it's not very long. I thought it was going to, you know, I thought it was very, very long. It's not. It's, uh, I don't know, 10, you know, obviously, depending on what Bible you have, like maybe 15 pages or so. It's not bad. So I would suggest doing that and then kind of in your head, put a little timeline together as to where that is versus what you're seeing now. Um, and then, of course, listen to this episode again and pull out some of the the, the verses that uh, PG encourage you to check out. I'm, I have my couple pages of notes, and I'm going to do the same thing. Um, PG, thank you so much for jumping on. I kind of just felt that this was something that when we had talked last week, I was supposed to do, I mean, again, this wasn't structured and I didn't come with like, you know, script or anything. And you didn't either. You obviously, you know, you never need to, you live this. This is, this is, this is kind of like your job. You're a pastor. And as far as me, you know, I ask kindergarten questions because I know a lot of other people have, uh, it's been a long time since they were in Catholic school, you know, <laughs> and we didn't really learn. We didn't learn the right things there or we didn't learn hardly anything that we needed to, you know, just kind of, you just got prepared for Holy, first Holy Communion. Then you got prepared to make sure that you can get confirmed, but all the rest in the middle, which would have been amazing if they would have told you the stories because the stories were, are very interesting in this history and um, what the real meaning is. But we didn't learn any of that. And I didn't remember even learning that in Catholic school. So again, back to the way they want you to be presented to you. Um, it's, that's what you gotta, you gotta wake up, everybody wake up because, uh, it's, it's our time to, to kind of put everything together and use common sense. So thank you PG for taking the time. And like I said, for some reason, it just felt like a, we needed to have some of this conversation and hopefully it, it, it helped one person or made one person's light bulb go on, um, you know, oh, it's anyway. an honor. Truly, yeah. truly an honor. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. I love when you come on. You're very welcome. And then go and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Make sure you jump on for September on the schedule 
Um, yes, and ma'am. Then, uh, we'll, we'll talk about doing a, a special segment. We'll have a jump on the soapbox for about 30 minutes. I'm going to try to get that back on track where we're on for a two-hour segment because I want people to make sure that they're getting as much jam-packed as they can in that hour. I'll shoot you an email. We'll look at dates. And then um, okay. I think we're going to need, I think we're going to need a, a lot of, uh, a lot of worship and a lot of uh, positive information or reality checks about uh, faith and religion and God over the next 30 days. I kind of want to just give everybody as much content that they, that they need to get through these next 30 days because the world's going to be literally different um, over the next couple of weeks. So thank you so much, my friend. Go enjoy your vacation. Well-deserved. Thank you, Michelle. God bless you. God bless your audience. And I'm so honored to be here. Anything I can do to help, com. just hit me up. Yes, definitely. Go check out the uh, shows. Check out his uh, articles that he's got on there. And, of course, reach out to him if you've got questions. The contact information is there. And he just gave the website. And I was going to plug it, too. But we've got it to cover, chosengenerationradio.com. Thank you, PG. Go enjoy the rest Thank of you, Michelle. your vacation vacation what a good man what a mighty good man i just want to thank him again for coming on the show and um spending a little time with us a little longer than i wanted but this is what happens and i i I apologize for everybody i was going to do a half an hour and then i'm like oh it's not going to happen and then we figured an hour and i did take a little too long on some of the segments that i wanted to go over but i didn't expect him to throw out some of the information he did so um my promise to you or at least my my intent is to get back on track with the timeframes. You know, we're going we're gonna to make sure that our guests during the first hour, those seven minutes, I'm going to make sure they're tight, those segments in between, so that we can get everybody done within that first hour. And then, of course, on the second hour of the show is, starts at 1 p.m. Pacific time, and that's Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. We're going to have one or two guests put in there, make sure that we are off the air within the two-hour timeframes so that you know that when you tune in, if you can do it live, because we're live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time, you can go to everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com. We are live streaming on Facebook, Twitter, the Twitter, LinkedIn, and Clout Hub, and Rumble, and, and Blog Talk Radio. So you can find us on all the platforms, uh, whichever one is convenient for you to listen to. And then, of course, it, this uh, live broadcast automatically go out onto all the podcast players so you can catch us on demand. And that uh, automatically goes out to like 25 different, including our live broadcast that is on on Global Enlightenment Radio Network. Big D's over there doing a great job. I encourage you to check out that that network. Also, they're part of they're one of our platinum partners, and you can find them on the Platinum Partners page, our partners page, which is under the Take Action tab. And again, I didn't really go into the normal things that I normally do on the shows. I just kind of wanted to jump in off the cuff. For a change because those shows do take so much effort. So this one, this one was unbelievable. It's kind of like didn't well. It, it still took about two hours to put together compared to like six or eight. That's more like eight hours. The other ones. Um, so anyway, we'll make sure this one's short. We'll get you in and out in um, maybe thirty minutes. Maybe well, I'm not sure what it was thirty or an hour. We'll we'll figure that out for next Wednesday. Just depends. I think maybe the next 30 days you might need the hour. I might put on two guests so we can get, cover two topics that are really, really important based on what's going on in current events and how that relates to your life. Um, and then, uh, and, then and that's, 
that's all good for now. So again, we'll be back on Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. You can go everythinghomelive.com in order to, uh, or just set your notifications. Yeah, that's what you should do. Do that. Set your notifications on your social media platforms in order to be notified when we go live. So now we're able to do that because I figured it out. A little help from a Burton over at CloudHub. That's another good guy. And it's in CloudHub, but we're going to get Jeff Brain back on here. He's the founder. So we're going to be working with them to uh, really help them expand that platform and start using it more often because it's so user friendly, not to mention they have this new meetings. They have groups. They have a, they have a, um, on their platform, they have a new meeting um, feature where it is, combines social media, the social media platforms, and it's Zoom, and it's more interactive, and it's all, all obviously, um, there's no censorship, okay? You don't have to worry about anything, and you don't have to worry about the, the um, shall I say, the uh, CCP and the nefarious characters uh, monitoring and um, getting your content and information, which is what they're doing. Zoom does sound, not to mention the other social media platforms. So anyway, we're going to have him back on. Let me check out the Cloud Hub. Uh, it's a great platform. It's growing. I think they have like 5 million, 5 million uh, subscribers. So um, anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's all I got for today. I mean, well, I have a lot more, but that's enough. Uh, I've already gone over. It's 1.30. Oh, it happens every, every show. I apologize. Um, check out the website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. I want you to check out the Take Action tab. Everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities, is there. It's got groups and people to follow and join, which is very important. Everybody should be doing that. And it's got must-listen to shows. It's must-listen, must-watch videos. It's got anything that he has. To do. I've got a special Arizona section because we're here. There, uh, you want to check out the COVID facts tab. You're going to get everything that you need, all the resources in order to get your prophylactic treatments, your uh, ivermectin, your budesonine, your HCQ, which you should all be taking based on a protocol. There's multiple different protocols. That Zelenko's information is on there. You've got doctors. You can get telemed visits. You can get facts. You've got exemption forms. You've got legal assistance when they try to fire you or threaten you from school or from your job. Um, the information that you need from all of these sources that are in all of these different events. I got Clay Clark's Reawaken Tour. I, I, he was on episode 126. You might want to listen to that one. All of those people that have been there, their information is on our website under the COVID Facts tab and, of course, the Take Action tab. So that way you know how to find them and you don't have to keep track of this stuff. You don't have to be writing things down. I'm doing it for you. So I've just loaded up the website and you just look at the different tabs, Take Action tab, COVID Facts tab. Just look at the different pages for everything that you need, and you'll be able to not only listen if they've been a guest on the show, but there's a big graphic. It'll tell you the specifics about what they do, who they are, what information is going to be on that website, and then you just click on that. It'll take you right there. So start, please, 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 please start using this as a resource. Call it the ultimate resource platform for a reason, and it literally has all the content that you need, so you don't have to wonder where because you most of the time you'll try to search on Google. You're not going to find these people. And uh, as, as they make that more difficult, at least, you know, you can always go. And like, even if you're, you try to figure out, find, I'm going to find that post. I don't know where to look. Well, where was that person? I don't, oh God, who was that? I can't figure it out where then you, you know, everything literally just start using this website as your resource center. And you'll be able to find that information or the, who that person is or that website. Cause you're going to need it more so than ever before. Everything home resource platform.com. It's 131. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to even do my normal, my normal outro. I just want to encourage everybody just to renew your faith, restore our republic. It is time. 
rebuild our economy. Oh, we need to do all that stuff. That Keep in mind, once you commit, everything changes. And uh, keep that common sense cap on all day long. Never take it off. Sleep in it, everybody. And then um, as far as uh, the group that we are putting together, um, I'll have more information on the action items that we're working on it. And there's a couple other groups that are doing some movements and we're going to reach out to them. So we're going to get them on the show. We're going to, we're going to make this big. We're going to make it big because we need to do something and um, we need to stand up for we, the people, because the tyranny is just out of control. And it's literally at this point, like I keep saying, it is a life and death situation. So again, yes, if you want do your home research, um, all the, about the non-vaccine, the mask and we know they're bad for you. We keep talking about, we've been talking about it for over a year. Um, all the experts, you know, ah, oh, my goodness. I, um, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you for letting me ramble a little bit here at the end. I didn't mean to, it's just, uh, I'm sad for the people that are, that, uh, that are, that haven't been paying attention and, um, I'm already starting to hear stories of people that have passed and people that have, have health issues and um, thoughts and prayers definitely go out to all of the service members, the uh, 13 service members who were killed in, in Afghanistan that did not need to happen. It did not need to happen. So um, read Revelations and start there. Listen to this episode again. Start reading the chapters and the uh, verses that uh, Pastor Greg Young suggested and then we'll be back on Wednesday or we'll be back on Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Hope you join us five guest seven minute segments and uh, Michelle's patriotic soapbox at one o'clock. All right. I, uh, I'm going to exit stage left. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you everybody for listening today. It's a little, a little choppy, but um, we got through it. Little tech issues. We're good to go. And um, everything home resource platform.com. Check it out. Go make it a great day because you deserve it. See, I told you the technical issues. They're killing me, guys. Let's see. You've been listening to Everything Homes special segment, Stories Needing Sharing with Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Life. Laughter and the pursuit of happiness. To meet, learn from, and hire the experts and the guests, professionals, and members of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace, visit everythinghometalkshow.com slash episodes. And to listen, subscribe, rate, review, like, follow, comment, and share, go to www.everythinghometalkshow.com and find us on all the major listening platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you were entertained, and we hope that you picked up some real-life, tangible takeaways from some good people doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off.